Hello, this is Pastor Sam DeChico from the Concord Baptist Church of Wilmington, Delaware. We're so glad you could join us for today's broadcast. Concord Baptist Church is located at 2510 Marsh Road, North Wilmington. We presently have services Sunday morning, 11 o'clock, and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 o'clock. We're also online on our Facebook page, and you can view any of our services Sunday morning. Uh, we have a Sunday evening at 630 online only service and in our Wednesday night Bible study. We're also the home of Concord Christian Academy, a school that goes from K2 through 12th grade. If you need any more information about our church or school ministry, visit our website conquerbaptistchurch.org. I'd like to read a verse out of the book of Ezra chapter 7 and verse number 10 where the word of God says, for Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. I want us to look at this passage of scripture today and I want us to, to realize and understand our responsibility to the Word of God. As we look at the Bible, sometimes uh, we don't really understand what connection we should have with the Word of God. Uh, some people read the Bible regularly, some people read it occasionally, some people don't read it at all. Uh, some obey the Bible uh, completely, some obey it in part, and some don't obey it all. Some share the word, and uh, others do not share the word. So we're going to look at uh, what Ezra was instructed to do in uh, Ezra chapter 7, verse number 10. Now, give you a little background about Ezra. Ezra was a scribe, and he lived during the time period in which the Israelites uh, had come back to the promised land. Uh, if you remember, they were taken in captivity by the Babylonians, and uh, they had to spend 70 years in Babylon. Babylon eventually was overtaken by the Medes and Persians, but then they were allowed to return back to Jerusalem. It was there that they rebuilt their city, they rebuilt the temple, they rebuilt the walls. And while they were doing that, God had sent several key people back there, uh, Ezra being one of them, to encourage the people, to teach the people. This is a new generation of people that had grown up in Babylon and Persia. They really didn't know the Word of God probably as well as they should have, and so there needed to be uh, a teacher amongst them. Now, the scribe would be a teacher. He was uh, used to handling the Word of God. It was his responsibility and duty to transcribe the Bible, and the reason that the Israelites had the Word of God is because of scribes in each generation would take the Word of God, they would copy it meticulously and pass it to the next generation. They were careful not to make any mistakes. If there was uh, any mistake, any jot or tittle that was not correct, uh, they would start all over again. So it was very tedious, uh, you know, uh, adventure to, to make a, a copy of the Word of God. Uh, but uh, that was their ministry. But uh, because they were writing the Word of God, they also would study it. They would learn it. They would become the teachers of the day. In, in the uh, New Testament days, it was uh, the scribes were called lawyers also, meaning that they understood the law because they had written it and had been involved in teaching it. Now, as Ezra went back to the land, he saw that uh, there was a lot of problems. There was a lot of issues. Uh, the people had intermarried with the heathens. Uh, they had stopped working like they should have on the on the projects, uh, and uh, and so he was back there to encourage them and to motivate them, and so in order to do that, he was going to use the word of God. <clears throat> now, as we look at Ezra seven ten again, there's three things that Ezra had to do in order to be effective with the Bible. 
Number one, it says, for Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. The first thing that Ezra did is he had to learn the law of the Lord himself. He had to seek after it. He had to prepare his heart with the word of God. Now, we take this verse, and yes, it was written in describing something that Ezra had done, but yet I believe it's a, a challenge for all of us that we too need to prepare and seek after the word of God. Now, Ezra only had a very small portion of the Bible compared to what we have today. He had the law, which would be, of course, uh, uh, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. I'm sure he had Genesis also. But the law was given to the Israelites by Moses through the voice of God to guide them, direct them. It gave them instruction on how to live and uh, pretty much uh, showed them everything that they needed to do to please God. So he first had to prepare his heart to seek the law of the Lord. <clears throat> well, how do you do that? Well, the first thing we need to do is be saved. If you're not saved, you can't really understand the word of God. The Bible says that the natural man receiveth not the things of God. If you're not saved, you don't have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. you the Holy Spirit is the author of the word of God. So uh, when you're saved, you have the author of the Bible living within you and helping you to understand scripture. But without salvation, uh, the Bible is just another book. It, it, some people that are unsaved look at the Bible just as a, a collection of fairy tales, myths, uh, absurd stories. And, uh, you know, they might give credence that it's a good book. It has some good value to it, has some good teachings, but uh, basically disregarded uh, as being really something that they should base their life on. But when you get saved, things change. And now you, you begin to look at the Bible differently. And you see it as a divine book, a holy book, uh, an inspired book from God. And so salvation is so necessary for somebody to prepare their heart and to understand the Word of God. So if you're not saved, you need to come to Jesus. Trust Him as your Savior. Believe that He died on a cross and rose again and paid for your sins so that you can be born again. And if you'll come and call upon Him and accept Him as your Savior, He will accept you into His kingdom. And so it starts with a salvation experience. But then there has to be a desire. In order to prepare our hearts to seek after the Lord, there has to be a desire. Uh, you know, we do what we want to do many times. Uh, if you enjoy sports, you find time to, to watch it and to, to, you know, read about it and discuss it. Uh, if you have hobbies, you find time to, to do those hobbies. And many times the, you know, with the Bible, um, we don't have a desire because we, we show that by our lack of time that we spend in the Word of God. And a lot of times it's just, we just don't have a desire. You know, there's other things in our life. There's other interests. There's other, um, you know, things that distract us. And so we have to have a desire. Why don't we pray and say, Lord, give me a desire to understand your word and, and allow that word to really excite you. And, and you know, so you know, it's not just reading the Bible. It's going to church. It's listening to sermons. It's reading books about the Bible. All these things help us to better prepare our heart. Uh, to understand the Word of God. So there has to be a desire. But then there also has to be discipline. You know, in uh, Timothy, uh, uh, he, Timothy was instructed to study, the, to show thyself approved, a workman unto God that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of Truth. Um, so the instruction there is that we have to be diligent. We have to be disciplined. It's one thing to say you want to study the Bible. It's another thing to actually take the time on a regular basis 
And so if you're not really disciplined, that's part of the problem maybe in, in seeking out truths. So it's good sometimes to set aside time, you know, mornings, evenings, throughout the day, sometime when you can really focus in on the Word of God when you're not going to be interrupted, when your mind is clear and alert, uh, when you can open up the Word of God and, and really get into it. It takes a discipline. Um, you know, there's many times as you as you read the Word of God, you don't understand what it means. Well, it takes discipline to seek it out and search it out. If you have a reference Bible, they give you cross-references. There's verses that you can cross-reference. Um, many Bibles have comments uh, in them, commentary Bibles that will help us to better understand. There's a lot of Bible tools out there. And with, with, you know, with the internet also, you know, we, we have so many resources to understand God's Word. Now, you have to be careful who you read and what commentaries that you read. Some may not be biblical or may be off base, but uh, there's a lot of good material out there that'll help us, but it takes discipline. And so rather than just skipping over and say, well, I don't understand this, I'm not a preacher, I'm not you know, able to grasp these truths, it, it takes time to study. Uh, you know, when you uh, were going through school, when you were first grade, you weren't going to understand calculus. But if you went through all the grades and you finally, you know, took all the math courses that led up to calculus, when it came that time to learn that, you know, you could understand it because you'd put in the time, you'd prepare it. And so it is, you know, as you drink the milk of the word or the easy parts of the word, then you need to go over into the meat of the word to, to better understand scripture. And so it takes a discipline and it takes prayer. We just have to pray, Lord, help me to understand scripture. Lord, you know, if there's any uh, uncleanness in us, it's hard sometimes to understand the Bible when we're not living right. You know, we kind of interpret things the way we want to see it. So, you know, we have to pray and cleanse our heart and ask the, the Spirit of God to lead us and to prepare us. And so it might be good before we study the Word of God to, to pray and say, Lord, uh, I'm about to embark on a on a journey to understand your word. Would you please lead me, uh, instruct me, illuminate my mind and, and teach me things that will be necessary to prepare my heart to seek after the Lord. <clears throat> and so Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. But then the second thing is, he says, and to do it. It's one thing to seek after the Bible. It's another thing to do it, to complete it, to, to follow after it. You know, in the book of James, it compares someone that looks into the Bible as uh, someone that looks into a mirror. And we're instructed to be not only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And so if someone looked in a mirror and saw that there were some changes that need to be made, wash their face, comb their hair, Ladies, put makeup on. Whatever you have to do to look presentable. And you walk away from that mirror and you don't make any changes. Well, what was the point of looking in the mirror? And the picture is that if we go into the Word of God and we make no changes, well, what was the point of reading and studying the Bible if you're not going to allow it to impact your life and change your life and make decisions that will help you to become more like Jesus? So you have to, you know, obey it. You have to practice what you, you, you learn. And so... Uh, as we study the Word of God. It's not just, uh, you know, a good book to read and say, well, that's interesting, but we need to ask the Lord, Lord, what are you teaching me? How does this Bible apply to me? What am, The things that I'm studying, how can I, you know, use this in my life? How is it applicable? So these are all things that we need to do. And Ezra not only was one who was 
studying the Word of God, but then as he studied it, he obeyed it because he had to teach it now to the people. And he can't teach something that he doesn't know and he hasn't obeyed. And that leads us to the third thing that Ezra did, and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. To teach in Israel statutes and judgments. Well, he has prepared his heart. He has studied the Word. He understands it. He is obeying it. Now he's ready to teach it. And you see the progression there? If we as Christians will study the Word of God, seek after it, and then we obey it, now we're ready to minister. Now we're ready to take what we know and share the Word of God. You see, it's hard for you to teach something that you don't know. And you know, so the more that you know the Word of God, the more that you're equipped to help and to teach. So what are some ways in which we can teach the Word of God? Well, the first really way that we can teach the Word of God is by evangelizing, sharing the gospel, witnessing to people. You know, we're called to be witnesses. We're called to go into the entire world with the Word of God. Uh, so let's be prepared. Let's know verses. Let's know how to share the Word of God so that people have an opportunity to be saved. Let's study Scripture and be ready to give a, an answer to the hope that lies within us. So as we teach the Word of God, we're, we're teaching people how to be saved. It's very important. That's not just a pastor's job or a missionary's job or an evangelist's job. It's all of our jobs to teach the Word of God to people for salvation. And then we can teach, teach the Word of God to comfort people. God brings people our way with broken hearts and with issues and there's suffering with pain, loss of loved ones. And so we can comfort people with the Word of God. We can encourage people. We can edify people, people that need a word, need a, a scripture, need just something from the Bible. Wouldn't it be wonderful to be a blessing to people and encourage them in the Word of God? And I believe that if you have studied the Word and you have a good handle on it, you'll be able to help people and be a blessing to them. Sometimes people need rebuke. Now, we're not talking about being like a Pharisee or Job's friends, but there are times in which uh, you know people need to uh, understand what scriptures say. They're going through issues in life, and we need to share scriptures that, that really God will use to help them and to rebuke them. And then we need to just simply take the Word of God and, and ask, Lord, is there some way you want me to minister the Word? Maybe God wants you to be a preacher. Maybe he wants you to be a Sunday school teacher or an evangelist or uh, work in your church uh, or, or some ministry in, in a way in which you're communicating the Word of God. And so maybe God has a ministry for you that you have to seek after and find if that is his will for your life. And so as Ezra, uh, the scribe, ministered in Israel. He used the Word of God. He prepared his heart. Let's prepare. Let's seek after the Word. Let's obey it, and then let's teach it. Let's be like Ezra and have an impact ministry upon the lives of others.